Note, it is empirically untrue that Trump supporters are far right. We are moderate conservative constitutionalist patriots. Photo by Antonio Sokic on Pexels.com. Introduction. A reader wants to know what happens now. We're past the one-year mark, since January 20, 2021, the day that President Biden was inaugurated. There is a theory that the U.S. is under a silent occupation. If this is true, we as the occupied party appear to be no longer bound by the Geneva Convention. So, where's the cavalry? If you don't know what I'm talking about, please refer to these two prior posts. HTTPS colon slash slash jordanielblumenthal.wordpress.com slash 2022 slash 01 slash 16 slash interesting but unverified here is why the military has been waiting 110-2022 slash https colon slash slash jordanielblumenthal.wordpress.com slash 2022 slash 01 slash 18 slash 11 3 occupation ends when the narrative collapses slash question mark ref equals tp. We will not get out of this without a mass spiritual awakening. Thinking that someone will just show up and make things all better is incorrect and spiritually illogical. This is a war between good and evil and it requires us to embrace the good. This is very difficult to do because the devil wraps evil in the guise of truth and goodness. But we have to figure it out, each on our own, and help other people to get there as well. The process is slow and difficult. It militates against the culture of the United States, which is increasingly based on instant gratification. Subconsciously we believe that we should sit back and be saved. But salvation does not work that way. As a nation we allowed evil to flourish among us. Now we will have to fight our way back out. Evangelist John Ramirez, a former Satanist, knows well the truth of this statement. He used to spend his life casting spells, trying to be the wickedest Satanist there was, rejecting and provoking God's wrath. He was fortunate to have broken free from that path, and now spends his time trying to save other people's souls from the other side. Ramirez emphasizes that Satan serves God. He is given a kind of free reign to go after people who have abandoned him. Satan makes this happen in the first place by tempting people away from God. The lure is the instant gratification, the quick fix spell. God is always right in front of us, accessible and free of charge, yet people turn away from Him and choose wrongfully. Greater than and they spend $100 or $200 to buy all these things, demonic spells. They think that their life will become better, they believe they will break family curses, rituals, curses coming from voodoo, they believe they will break all that when God said, come what I will do for free. Just give me your life and I will make you free but they do not want is too difficult for them, it's too complicated for them. But they can go to places like this and spend $200, because they think that their lives will be free and they will live in abundance. Greater than. Greater than transcript of video testimony by John Ramirez, evangelist, a redeemed Satanist. See his website for more information. Jewish people believe that there is an appointed time for the Moshiach, Messiah redemption. However, if we don't get there by recognizing God, then he may resort to plan B, cataclysmic destruction that very few survive, carried out in such a way that we cannot ignore his hand. If we are occupied, one of three things can end IT. 1. Armed forces of a foreign state are physically present without the consent of the effective local government. 2. A local sovereign is unable to exercise his authority due to the presence of foreign forces. 3. The occupying forces impose their own authority over the territory. Rulik.org the cessation of conditions number 1 to 2 would require that armed forces currently controlled by the occupier transition back to the hands of the occupied. This would happen if the presidency were restored to U.S. control. The cessation of condition number 3 only requires a change in mindset. It does not mean that people disregard the law, 
Just the opposite we must continue to follow the law at all times. It does mean that Americans might come to realize that the decisions being made at the highest levels are not emanating from the US itself, but rather from an occupying power. The moment that happens, their authoritative hold over our minds no longer exists. Why it is so difficult to end the occupation by waking people up? Without making this complicated, we know that society is set up to reinforce the narrative of the occupying party. Censorship is allowed during an occupation under international law. As such, no matter how many proof points we bring that a certain policy is illogical, the occupier can be expected to continue pushing the approved storyline and calling anyone who disagrees a conspiracy theorist, extremist, even a racist. The fact that the occupier has a great deal of power, even in a weakened form, means that we will feel the impact up until the very moment that they lose their grip completely. People will be deplatformed from social media, lose their jobs, lose their friends, lose their marriages, be denied bank accounts, and possibly become targeted individuals. In the protracted war to regain our national sovereignty, and eliminate foreign influence from our internal national decisions, we will be and are being hampered by false allies who proclaim their patriotism but subvert any initiatives that promise to truly shatter the matrix so that people can see things clearly. Why doesn't Trump just handle IT? Maimonides, the Jewish sage from the Middle Ages, told us that the Messianic Age would happen in a way that seemed natural. Trump's preference has always been to let the enemy spin themselves out and make themselves look foolish. Q told us that most actions would be hidden from public view to avert world war. Obviously, not only would the truth revile nations from one another, but everyone already has the goods on everybody else. To have the dirty laundry hanging so baldly out in the open would make it impossible to reconcile. For all these reasons and more, there is no chance that we will see shock and awe. Maybe there will be some kind of symbolic show of justice. But that's about it. Most likely, there will be a red wave in 2022 within which patriots take control from the occupiers, legally. The problem however is that even within this movement and moment, there are fake MAGA seeking to divert and confuse the American people yet again. Moreover, we do not face only one enemy. Many nations and their domestic traitor helpers would like to see the US stumble and fall. These propagandists are only too happy to sow real disinformation in an effort to undermine our government and our self-confidence as Americans. What you can expect until this is over. I learned once that the story of the exodus from Egypt will repeat in the times of the redemption. If you recall, the head of the Egyptians, Pharaoh, kept on letting the Israelites go in moments of pain, due to the plagues, and then he would change his mind. In the end, the Egyptians had the Israelites cornered and the Jewish people had swirling water on one side and the raging army of the Egyptians on the other. One brave man, Nakshon Ben, the son of, Amy Nadav walked into the water and God then parted the waters to allow the Jews to pass. The Egyptians followed them, only to find themselves drowned. I think it is going to be the same way in real life. We do not understand exactly what's going on, only that evil is hiding behind our most venerable institutions, seemingly weaker but still operational. We see manufactured crisis after manufactured crisis and we're told that those crises are real, and that somehow we are misinformed. The stories are real, the facts exist, but they are manipulated to leave us confused, angry, anxious and depressed by our own ignorance. The key here is to change our mindset from passive to active, pray, learn, do. Pray. It's important to me to follow the commandment to bless the food I eat before and after eating it. Today I did something in addition to saying the prayer in Hebrew. I put my elbows on the table, leaned forward, put my head into my eyes, and thanked God for the food and other blessings in my life. The simple act of appreciation, which I learned from my Christian friends and colleagues, 
was so powerful and transformative for me. I spoke the words in English and my mind understood to think positively about life and not from a down perspective. I am watching inspirational videos too. Those are helpful, particularly in the morning. Again, I find Joel Osteen, a Christian pastor, to be very inspiring. Whatever works for you, I don't think God has a preference. Learn, I spent a lot of time online, trying to understand what is going on. Over the past couple of days, things seem to turn on COVID-19. I have no idea what this may have to do with the one-year anniversary of Biden's inauguration, the WHO chief scientist said kids don't need the boosters, to focus on the most vulnerable populations when it comes to the vaccines. England, Scotland and Ireland all announced that they're easing COVID-19 restrictions. The CDC came out with transparent data showing COVID-19 levels in vaccinated and unvaccinated people. A federal judge stayed the Biden mandate on forced vaccination for federal workers. And locally, I am watching dedicated Democrats question the extent of the restrictions that are being placed on us over this virus. Do, you can get involved in making things better. Use what you've learned in conversation with others. Don't propagandize, but apply facts to every discussion because facts have the effect of raising the collective consciousness and dispelling brainwashing, the authority of the occupier. Get involved in the community. Learn about what proposals are on the table. Write in to express your concern. Express, engage, and debate. Ask about other issues unrelated to the ones you think you care about. You will probably find that there is more going on and you need to know about it. You can't be a part of the solution without caring about the community's problems at the hyperlocal level. Help children and other vulnerable populations. There are a range of ways to do that that involve asking about people, helping in your local church, synagogue, or mosque, volunteering, and so on. Remember that abusers prey on weak people who don't have someone running interference for them. Be the blockade they don't want to deal with. Dash. This is not about the cult of Trump, although I won't deny that the prospect of his return as president gives me great joy. As it happens I saw some women today who were clearly Trump supporters. One had a MAGA cap on. The other didn't. Neither had a mask. In this largely leftist town, I had to ask them, are you Trumpers? And they go, yes. We all screamed. One said, you're going to have so much winning. As if to emulate Trump. We all laughed a great hearty laugh of joy. I do think it's going to be a nail-biter right up until the end. But just like in The Wizard of Oz, we only had to click our heels three times. We would have been home a long time ago. Dash. By Dr. Danielle, Dossie, Blumenthal. All opinions are the author's own. Public domain.